And now it's time for Eastcast and reports from coastal stations. East at Sierra, West at Sierra, Southwest at Sierra, and North Northeast at Sierra. Wind southwest, rain at times, good. Forties, fifties, sixties, Tyne, Dogger, German Bite, French Kiss and Swiss Roll. Westerly becoming cyclonic, good. Right here in London's East End. Operating at any level, any time, anywhere, and with anybody. Who are they? One might be your secretary, your doctor's receptionist, or a dancer in a go-go club. They're coming for you. Look, there comes one of them now. Now, 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 now. Hello and welcome to Eastcast. We hope you're enjoying your Monday wherever you're up to. We come together once a fortnight to bring you the best in arts and culture from East London. I'm Anna Xavier and I'm here with the rest of the East Coast lot. That's Pearl Wise and Melanie Brown and we have a great show coming up. He talked to me about all the things that are going on in East London and how exciting it is. And I asked him if I could come up with an idea that, that's compatible with regeneration, that's resourceful and I guess doing things a bit differently. And he said yes and the line was born. That was the curator of a brand new sculpture walk which will be launched this summer. More on that later on in the show. Well, but before all that, just a quick reminder that you can get in touch with us at any time on Facebook and Twitter at Eastcast Show and check all our interviews, listings, all the goody stuff that we give you every fortnight at eastcastshow.com. And speaking of music, Pearl, that's your domain. What gems do you have for us this week? Well, gems is definitely the right word in my treasure trove of sounds. We have My Panda Shall Fly, Young Husband, Caetano Veloso, Dan Hayward, Fatima Alquandri, and to kick off the show, let's start with King Dude and Chelsea Wolfe singing Be Free. Last night I was free Outside in a field Where we both fell in love And I knew it was real You heard me outside I was singing a song You looked to the window But I was already gone The wheels were winding Licking like tongues And our skin like the heavens The clouds in our lungs I saw my reflection In that dark, dirty glass I think about you And I think of the past
was Be Free by King Dude and Chelsea Wolfe. If the Macbeth pub could find the personification of the place, I think King Dude is exactly that. I can't think of a better fit. He combines Americana-style folk with dark rock, and you could hear his amazing deep voice there in that track. Um, He's got the voice, he's got the tats, the beard sometimes, and he's playing at the Macbeth on Monday the 26th. I heard his name and I knew he'd have a deep voice. Yeah. You <laughs> kind of expect that. Yeah, he, I think that when you hear his name, you expect something quite big, like big happening right now because, oh my God, if he's got that name, what's coming up next? You know, exactly. I think you're waiting for the next thing. I, I'm sure his live show won't disappoint. All right, so moving swiftly into something else. Café Otto has been home of London's experimental music and sound since 2008 when it opened. And we invited John Chandler, the music program director at Café Otto, to come to the show a few months back to give us a lowdown about this venue. A venue which received Yoko Ono's performance in two surprise acts back in March. So joining us now in the studio is John Chandler from Café Otto. And for those who don't know it, um, it's a cafe by day and music venue by night, specialising in the more experimental music landscape. So welcome, John. Yeah, cool. Thanks a lot for having me in. Um, first of all, a, a little bit of history about Café Otto. How did, how did the project start? Sure. I mean, the cafe was started about uh, five and a half years ago, April 2008 by Hamish Dunbar and Keiko Yamamoto um, and they'd been organizing some concerts you know in a kind of DIY promoter style um, beforehand and then you know decided that they they wanted to see if they could make their own space and you know against the odds kind of made that made that happen. There seems to be a very Japanese connection with the staff the name well, obviously Keiko is Japanese, so, so um, and the name, uh, I mean, I guess most people don't know, but Otto means sound or noise uh, in Japanese, and the intention right from the outset was that it would always be a concert kind of performance space. It wasn't just a cafe that has a bit of music tacked on, but the the concert program is is really kind of core to the to the idea of the space. I mean, you've you've I think now got quite a well world renowned reputation for showcasing uh, the more avant garde experimental sounds in all sorts of genres. Um, is there a specific focus, or is it just whatever is new and exciting? Oh, I mean, there's um, there's no sort of hard and fast rules and it's i guess sometimes it might be about what's new and exciting but it's also about you know we often have people play who've been doing what they do for quite a long time but maybe there isn't the space for them to do what they do you know elsewhere in london so it's nice that i think that otto has made a space for certain kinds of music to to kind of take place and i mean certainly some of the people that we've We've had back repeatedly, you know, maybe the first time they played, it was the first time they'd played in London in five or ten years, and now they play once or twice a year. And so that's really, really nice. So is your audience quite niche, would you say? Because personally, I haven't, I've never been before, and I was having a look at your website. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to. But I have to say, you know, some, some of the, the descriptions on your website, they're quite 
intimidating. Can I just read one sentence? <laughs> and I'm not being facetious, but I genuinely okay, don't know what this means. Okay. So body slash head, okay, weave yeah. undulating barrages of feedback squall and somnambulic vocals that play around the shifting cross sections of song structure and free improvisation. <laughs> okay. Cool. Yeah. I can see what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, you know, I'm not um, saying that's bad, but I, to some, it, it might just be a bit, um, yeah, just very niche and yeah, difficult to access. Yeah, I guess it's maybe with that kind of one line extracted, it does seem yeah. a little <laughs> Yeah, it's not I mean, like Body Head is Kim Gordon from Sonic Youth's new, new okay. band. So, um, I mean, it's always hard. What I guess what we try is we are quite conscious that for a lot of the stuff that we put on, people won't be familiar with it. I mean, a lot of people are familiar with with Kim and and in her works. So, but um, you know, we do try to be usually a little more accessible than that. Um, and also, if if we can't necessarily, you know, at the same time. You know, there are a lot of people who are totally aware of of that, and f- that kind of description is is kind of the normal sort of sure. thing. And you don't want to alienate them by sort of making it seem too uh, not very simple, but not engaging in that kind of language. So, whilst we do try to make it accessible, we also try to put like a a, a range of kind of media stuff on the website, for example, so that if, if that text description makes no sense to someone there's some sound or there's some video that they can listen to or watch and go oh i think i know what yeah. of feedback <laughs> and sonambulan vocals means and can and can participate in in that kind of sure. uh, way of talking about the music yeah what, what does it mean <laughs> <laughs> I mean, clearly someone's thought long and hard about no, I, like uh, that. I mean i can, about I can that see description what it's there. And I'm put on the spot i mean i don't know i mean Obviously, waves of feedback. I mean, feedback. Uh, you know, it's kind of. Yeah, it's it is hard in. to describe sounds as well, isn't yeah. it? So yeah, yeah. And for someone like, I mean, you know, Kim's Kim is totally amazing and has developed a very particular way. And I mean, for me personally, I find it really difficult to art- articulate, you know, in text so what it is about what she does that's special. Let's um, hear some. Sounds from Cafe Alto. What have you brought for us oh, okay. to listen so, to? Um, I brought two things. I think we can uh, start with one which was uh, recorded at Cafe Alto in 2011, I think. Um, I mean, uh, not all of what we do, but there's a nice little strand of what we do that touches on kind of free jazz and, and free improvised music. Um, this first recording uh, is someone who's come, one of these people who's come back to Cafe Alto a lot. He's one of our favourites. He's playing again in in December, his name is Joe McPhee. Uh, I think he's 73 now, still fighting fit. He's really amazing. Um, and this was a session or like a concert that he did at Cafe Otto with a local group called Decoy, which is uh, John Edwards on double bass, Steve Noble on drums, and Alexander Hawkins on Hammond B3 organ. This is the uh, first kind of couple of minutes of uh, the LP that uh, we released called Spontaneous Combustion. Thank you. 
So we're still in the studio with John from Cafe Otter, and that was an extract from a concert that you featured at the venue. Um, it seems like you're very like a community. You have um, the same artists kind of coming back, and is it like a, a, almost like a family that you know people play there once and, and they come back? And I, I noticed that you've opened this um, Otto project space. So is, does that tie in to kind of nurture? Uh, musicians or you know create sort of ongoing projects yeah sure i mean i like to think that when people come and play we try to make sure they have a good time i think most people like the sound of it in the room the audiences are really attentive so you know the vast majority of people who play once really would like to come back which is we're incredibly lucky and very grateful that that happens um with the project space i think uh you know we had an opportunity to build this this building it was built with the help of a large number of volunteers i think more than 30 people kind of helped out over a period of about two months um to build the space and it mostly it's mostly used by sort of local younger uh musicians um and yeah i think it's and you know they we basically that you know there's some people who you know we were already kind of working with and they use that space for free and they present some concerts and things like that themselves and uh i think you know for us to have a chance to to give those people some space is really great that's great okay look looking forward to that and um it's nice that you know you're kind of nurturing new talent and as well as kind of featuring like the the, the bigger names and on the scene it's it's great that there's kind of a space for newer uh, talent and younger musicians to have a platform so john thanks so much for coming in yeah, no problem um, thank you i hope this is kind of exp- uh, just given a bit more of an idea of what cafe otto is about because i think sometimes people walk past and seeing kind of people sitting in silence listening to like sound waves and bleeps and and things can be a little bit daunting so i hope this has kind of opened that up and and made people a bit more curious and maybe they'll go and find out for themselves what's going on there. maybe i'll pop in as well (laughs) (laughs) so we'll play a last uh, excerpt from something yeah um so just tell us what that is this is uh it's otomo yoshihira who's a japanese musician one of these people who keeps Coming back to Cafe Otto is an incredibly important uh, musician in the Japanese avant-garde and a really, really lovely guy as well. Um, this is from his first residency to, at Cafe Otto in 2009. It's a piano solo, um, but as you'll hear, it's not your typical uh, piano solo, and uh, we're releasing this as an LP.
there are plenty of sounds to choose from uh, from the artists playing at Cafe Otto. So I, I've decided to choose something a little bit easier on the ears please, for a Monday please. morning. Um, and uh, yeah, something just a little bit more accessible. So uh, storyteller, songwriter and performer Dan Hayward explores the pastoral landscapes of England telling tales of country life on his latest album, Dapple. He played on Wednesday the 14th and this is Suspicious Farms by Dan Haywood. Sentinel of the suspicious farm. He crashed through the ford, he aimed at the sun. Those fields tilted dizzy at the sound of his gun. So suspicious in this magnificent garden. To the east, the salt breeze, the new lush like Eden. Form a circle, the J steps to steal. To the verminous magpie, my work is a meal. Mild men allowed us, all is but prey. Shadows and adder Whisk my woman away We were dancing in Preston Under his hot breath And all saw me fall But none saw her next steps
Dan Hayward with Suspicious Farms. You've got to watch out for those suspicious farms. They can be troublesome. I can imagine. How can a, a farm be suspicious? <sighs> oh, could be. Don't get us started, Anna. <laughs> well, Don't okay. Get us Fair enough. Could be here all morning. Um, <laughs> now, Nia's not here this week, but she's been reporting on a new sculpture walk which will be added to the East London landscape this summer. My name's Megan Piper. I'm one of the co-founders of the Line Sculpture Walk, and I'm also an art dealer. Can you tell me a little bit about the line? What is it? The line is, well, it will be a sculpture walk to link the Olympic Park and the Millennium Dome. So we're bringing modern and contemporary art to that area. So people can start in Stratford and walk south or start in North Greenwich and walk north. So it's a massive project. Where did it spring from? For years I've had a sort of fascination with the amount of artwork that exists in the UK that's stored in warehouses, um, hidden from public view. There are limited opportunities for artists to, to exhibit their work. I met a regeneration expert, uh, Clive Dutton, who at the time was working at Newham and he was the regeneration guy there. And Clive's just one of those exciting, brilliant people who really believes in making things happen. And he talked to me about all the things that are going on in East London and how, and how exciting it is. And I asked him if I could come up with an idea that, that's compatible with regeneration, you know, that's resourceful and, I guess, doing things a bit differently. And he said yes, and the line was born. <laughs> And presumably this is going to be a f- free and accessible to everyone. Is that right? Absolutely. I think that's one of the most exciting things about it. You know, the line will be free for everyone. And I think there's something, something great about bringing work outdoors so that people don't have to go to a museum or gallery to see work. They can be on a walk, walking up the river or walking around the docks and there's you know, an element of surprise as you, as you sort of see something that's new and different and sort of thought-provoking in, in, in some way. It reminds me a little bit of the High Line in New York. Yes, I mean, I, I love the High Line. I think, it's, I, mean, I think it's brilliant. And for people that don't know it, it's a walkway in New York that makes use of um, existing railway tracks that are suspended, I think, about five storeys up, and you can walk through, and they've all been landscaped. And I mean, it's a, it's a new view of New York, and I think in the same way, the line is about, it's about a new perspective on a city that people know and love. I think the line provides a new view of the city, you know, as you're walking along the River Lee, you can see Canary Wharf, you've got Victorian gas holders, you've got brutalist architecture, you've got amazing wildlife, herons and kingfishers and bats and cormorants, and, and you don't get that anywhere else, or cert- 
certainly not anywhere else in London that I know. And so the idea of bringing modern and contemporary sculpture to that area, I think, will be really interesting. Will it be just artists from East London, or are you looking for exhibits from everywhere? Um, What we did was we launched an open submission. So the idea of the line is to bring existing works of art out of warehouses um, where the public can see them. So the, the immediate, the first phase of the project doesn't involve commissioning work. And so we invited artists and galleries and collections to propose existing work for consideration. So we've now made that selection and towards the end of May we'll be able to announce all of the selected artists. We were completely overwhelmed. It was amazing for a project that, you know, it's in its first year, it's not up and running, it's a bit of London that lots of people don't know, it's a route that's largely unfamiliar, and the quality of proposals that we had was extraordinary, kind of surpassed expectations. We had over 70 proposals from which we selected 10 works, so really tough selection day that we did um, at Cody Dock which is um, about halfway along the route on a boat and we sat there for the day sort of going through all of the proposals we've selected a range of works on different scales um, some figurative work, abstract work, colourful works there'll be something for everybody to enjoy And are there any big names amongst those or emerging artists as well? There are, I think we can say there are there are some household names in there as well as some more emerging artists so it'll be um it'll be exciting to be able to announce it once we've got everything um everything confirmed and then after that we're looking at starting the installation in july and part of it has been funded by the public through crowdfunding hasn't it it has we crowdfunded our initial budgets through a platform called SpaceHive. They're the first civic crowdfunding platform, so they only fund community projects. Over a period of about seven weeks, we successfully raised £141,000. So there's obviously massive support, and so now it's just <laughs> getting it done, isn't a lot it? Of hard work. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so when can we actually expect to, to see it? We're expecting to have everything ready for the end of July. So as the sun starts shining, people are more inclined to go outside and make use of London's urban walks and, and picnic and adventure and uh, all of those things. So we're looking at an end of July launch, and so for it to be sort of up and running through the summer through August um, and we'll be launching our education program in September as, as everyone gets back to school. Well we'll be keeping a close eye and, on that and uh, can't wait for the for the launch. Thanks. Walk the line. <laughs> yeah walk the line. Thanks so much Megan. Brilliant. Good to meet you. That sounds pretty exciting. I was um, taking a walk along the Greenway a couple of weeks ago, which is probably going to cross over the line, I think. It's sort of the Lee Valley area. And it is, you're so close into London and it feels really surprising that there is so much sort of water and greenery and it's really nice to have these spaces to, to escape to. And, um, yeah, also- I don't think that many people know. I mean, unless you live in East London. Yeah, that's true. Not I was that thinking- many people know about the Lee Valley and it's just this crazy marshland just so close to the city. So if this is kind of an incentive for people to come and visit, then I think, yeah, why not? Yeah, or draw crowds, bring a bit of business to the East. But also it's, I don't know, Europe seems much better at doing sculptures in public. And I always wonder why England sort of was on, was on catch-up. You know, you drive down a Spanish or a French motorway and you've got these amazing, huge, interesting shapes and it's a, they're a bit more playful I suppose with their public spaces so I'm glad glad we're on catch up sounds good
bit of music? Yeah. Um, so, something from Brazilian superstar, singer, songwriter, Caetano Veloso. Can you do a beautiful Portuguese pronunciation? Yeah. So that's Caetano Veloso. Okay. Oh. I can't even do a Brazilian one, Caetano Veloso, Ooh, which sexy. is probably sexy. Sad. <laughs> <laughs> so, he's playing at the Barbican on Tuesday the 27th of May for his event called An Evening With and it's around the release of his new album Abraçaço which is an interesting word because I do think it doesn't mean anything but that's it is, creative like little, little hug maybe. yeah, yeah. Mm, but, well it's a mix of two words well, maybe if if you go to the gig, he will explain it. Maybe he'll I hug know. you. Maybe he will hug you. That would be amazing. He seems like a nice guy. <laughs> but I have to say, I prefer his older sounds. Mm-hmm. Um, from what I've heard of the album, it's kind of got that old guy does new pop vibe mm-hmm. about it. Never <laughs> works quite um, right. So, but you know, I'm sure like the the concert's already sold out so he has many fans in London so I'm going to play something a little bit more traditional it's not that old but it's got more of a traditional vibe and it is Anna Triste Bahia Triste Bahia Oh quão desemelhante Bahia, oh quão dessemelhante Estás e estou do nosso antigo estado Pobre te vejo a ti, tu a me empenhado Rica te vejo eu já Tua me abundante Triste Bahia Oh quão dessemelhante A ti tocou-te a máquina mercante Quem tua larga barra tem entrado a mim vem me trocando e tem trocado Tanto negócio e tanto negociante Triste Oh, quão dessemelhante Triste Bastinha já foi a África Bastinha já foi a África Pra mostrar capoeira do Brasil Eu já vivo tão cansado de viver aqui na terra Minha mãe eu vou pra lua Eu mais a minha mulher 
fazer um ranchinho Todo feito de sapé Minha mãe eu vou pra lua E seja o que Deus quiser Ó oh, quando é semelhante tri e galo canto e galo canto camará e cocoroco e cocoroco camará e vamos nos embora e Bandeira branca enfiada em pau forte Bandeira branca enfiada em pau forte Bandeira branca enfiada em pau forte Bandeira branca Bandeira branca enfiada em pau forte A foxé Sai, vamos embora 
embora Arriba sai, vamos embora Arriba sai, vamos embora Pé dentro, pé fora, que tiver pé pequeno vai embora Pé dentro, pé fora, que tiver pé pequeno vai embora Pé dentro, pé fora, que tiver pé pequeno vai embora Pé dentro, pé fora, que tiver pé pequeno vai embora Pé dentro, pé fora, que tiver pé pequeno vai embora Pé dentro, pé fora, que tiver pé pequeno vai embora Pé dentro, pé fora, que tiver pé pequeno vai embora Pé dentro, pé fora, que tiver pé pequeno vai embora Pé dentro, pé fora, que tiver pé pequeno vai embora Pé dentro, pé fora, que tiver pé pequeno vai embora Ó Virgem Mãe Puríssima, 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 bandeira branca enfiada em pau forte, bandeira branca enfiada em pau forte. Trago no peito a estrela do norte, bandeira branca enfiada em pau forte, 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 bandeira branca enfiada em pau forte. Well, I hope that got you jumping around in your seats on a Monday morning um, that was Caetano Veloso singing Triste Bahia and a few months back we had Steve Ryan and Anthony Power in the studio to tell us about their indie food publication Root and Bone. Now the third issue of the magazine is about to come out so um, I thought I'd play you the bootstrap story I did with Steve Ryan and you'll also be able to see the photographs that go with this on our website eastcarshow.com very, very and he became a mentor of mine in the early I came 90s. to love we give uh, information for two reasons by growing up in such life and now bizarre sad things good things yet it's all about life When I started out doing photography, I felt like I had to prove to everyone, fam family and friends, that I could make a living out of it. So I would take on every kind of job just because I wanted to make bank, so I could prove to people that I could make a living out of it, not that I was any good. And then like two years down the road, I was like, you know, saying yes to like social events, press stuff, like just wedding, like boring, terrible things and I ended up just hating photography and I was just trying to make money but not that I even care about money it was just like right well I can prove I can make a living out of it the question is am I any good at it I haven't always thought I'd be a photographer I wanted to join the army my dad was in the army I wanted to be a sniper which I guess is kind of the same my parents kind of encouraged me to you know, do something you could fall back on I respected my elders and looked up to the adults in my life and I just didn't really pay attention to life decisions until I was like 21, finished college, landed a job in a bank, first day, sat down in the seat and I was like, crap, I worked for four years for this and I figured, right, if I'm going to do this awful job for the rest of my life, I'm going to have a good college experience first. So I'll go back to college, do a year in something I want to do, photography, and then I'll come back and do this awful job for the rest of my life. I tried a few things. I thought I wanted to be a press photographer for a while, and then I realized that most press photographers are just taxi drivers with cameras, and they're really annoying. So I didn't want to be one of those. I tried wedding photography for a while, because it paid well. Then I realized that I started giving up on marriage. I tried sports photographer, 
you know, I quickly realized that, or remembered that I don't really like sports that much. Uh, music photography, I love music, tried that for a while. It just to realize you're at the whims of the, the band and the lighting guy. So then just ended up, 2010 when I moved here, I shot a cookbook for a client for the first time and just really enjoyed it. People in the food world were just real kind of genuine people who are passionate about what they did, weren't trying to be cool. A lot of times were working in a back kitchen, didn't really meet anybody. Um, just were doing fun stuff. What I love about it is the places I get to go with it. So the people I get to meet, the doors it opens. I've had like some great adventures just because that's my job description. The last three years I've been doing food stuff mainly. I've been shooting stories in my own time, like personal projects when I go somewhere or ideas I have, and I pitch them to magazines that I c- contribute to. And no magazines were interested in them. You know, they're like, oh, that's, you know, not really our style, or that's a little bit too rock and roll for us, or that's a little bit too edgy. I quickly realized that there wasn't really a market for the kind of food photography and food projects that we were doing. As a, a team, myself and the other three guys, just was like, let's just put out our own little zine. It wasn't going to be a big thing. We talked about it for about a year. And then one day we started, like, taking notes every time we met up. And then we're like, let's do it. So got ourselves a name together, like, last April, May, and then... Uh, just went for it and brought it out in like September and it was really good fun the third issue of Root and Bone is about to come out this week as we speak drum roll it's fresh (laughs) and as usual they've got a pretty interesting cover but I won't tell you anymore you'll have to find it on the shelves you can't say that I don't know what it is now Uh, look out for it it's um it's definitely eye-catching that's for (laughs) sure more music um this is from London-based band uh Young Husband who released their debut album Drones at the end of last year and they made it to the enemy radar band of the week and they'll be playing at the Ace Hotel with Echo Park on Thursday the 22nd of May ahead of their field day presence in June the gig is free but you do need to sign up for tickets on the Eat Your Own Ears website, but we'll, we'll put details up on eastcarshow.com. So here's Young Husband with Running Water. Oh, to 
That was Young Husband with Running Water. So, it's that point in the show where we bring you some of the best and coolest upcoming events in the East London arts and cultural scene. Pearl, you've got something to start us off with. Do tell all. Yeah, there's quite an intriguing event happening from the 26th of May to the 1st of June, um, which is the London Contemporary Music Festival, um, offering a week of multidisciplinary events held in the basement of Britannia House. Um, and it's a space called Second Home, which is actually going to be transformed into a working, a co-working space soon. Um, and so this... This is all about new music, so the themes covered in the festival are things like the British Underground on the 26th and the Marxist Chill Wave on the 27th and Japanese Extreme. That's quite catchy names. (laughs) On the 29th. We'll obviously post a link up, so if you fancy giving this a whirl, have a look. Um, I'm going to play something from one of the artists playing at the Marxist chill wave night please do yes um so this is fatima el quadri um who's actually from kuwait and has tracks signed to the uk label hyperdub here's session by fatima el quadri <laughs>
That was Fatima Al Quadri with Sejuan. And just, we decided that was desert dubstep. Definitely. Yeah, yes. that's a new style happening. You can almost still feel the sand in your face. <laughs> Definitely. Don't want to get too much sand in your face, so it gets, gets trapped in your eyes. Right, back to the listing. So to start us off, I've got some recommendations for today, Monday the 19th and tomorrow the 20th. Space Unfolding is a group exhibition exploring different concepts of space. The artists have very different approaches to the subject, and by the examples on the website, it seems really quite interesting. The venue is in Espacio Gallery in Bethnal Green, and the exhibition is open from 11am to 7pm and Tuesdays to 5pm. And you can go to their website, espaciogallery.com. Next up, on Wednesday the 21st, the Calvert 22 Gallery is putting on a live music performance called Uti Ugon. This will take place at Shoreditch Church, and if you have no idea what an Uti Ugon is, or well, neither did I, but using the power of the internet, I found out that it's an instrument created in the 1980s by artists Timur Novikov and Ivan Sotnikov out of scrap metal, domestic irons, and a wooden kitchen table. I actually had, <laughs> I had a look, and it's just... Seems very weird. It's, it looks more like an art installation rather than an instrument. So I think that the guys will have a good, interesting talk explaining people how they actually come up with that. Well, luckily they do. So the event includes an okay. introduction talk because you, you, you kind of want it. You don't, you yeah, know, you, you do have too many to questions see. if not, definitely. Um, and they also are going to obviously play some live music on it. Um, and that performance starts from 7 p.m on the Wednesday and it's free but you do have to book on their website I so. love the sound of that I'm going to go yeah um, so to to book that um, just go to the Calvert 22 website and look at their events page um, and then next up from Thursday the 22nd and running till the first week of June um, there is the London Turkish Film Festival now it's the 19th London Turkish Film Festival and it's arriving to celebrate quite triumphant year of achievement for Turkish cinema, following on from the Berlin Festival, which included four films in its official selection, and the inclusion of Nuri Bilge Ceylan's Winter Sleep is in competition for the Palme d'Or at the upcoming Cannes Film Festival, all very appropriate for a year which marks the centenary of Turkish cinema. This film looks particularly interesting. It's called, well, I think it's called Tas, I don't know how to pronounce it, Tas Kafa, Stories of the Street, and the director's Andrea Luca Zimmerman. Now, Tascafa is one of the most revered street dogs, yes, a dog, of Istanbul, um, both a celebrity amongst the local community and its symbolic guardian. I saw lots of cats, street cats in Istanbul when I was oh. there, but no dogs. So. They were obviously yeah. slacking on their duty of yeah. chasing the cats away. <laughs> <laughs> um, what is this about then? Well, it's basically um, a, the story of the disappearance of a community, but told from the dog's perspective which is wow. kind, of, kind of novel and interesting. Um, so you've got the tax drivers, the shopkeepers, street traders who, who care deeply about the welfare of the city street dogs and the many stories they have to tell. But it's a community in transition and it's one from which the dogs are starting to be expelled, sadly. Um, so it's kind of an eccentric, amusing and affectionate portrait of the modern world, um, but also quite a powerful indictment of the vested economic interests that erode communities and a tribute to the spirit of resistance and a way of life that can accommodate people and dogs. I'm sold. Yeah, you yeah, go. me too. Especially as a dog lover, I just, I just want to know what happens to the dog. I'm like, what? I don't know. I don't care about people. What's happening to the dog? Yeah, that's kind of the the English angle on a lot of things. Generally, <laughs> yes. don't yeah. care about the people, but what about the animals? Oh, poor thing. But it's kind of interesting because you do, you know, you see 
glimpses of these little animals but you do what, what do you do at night where do you go who feeds you who loves you mm, so hopefully true. it'll give us a bit of a insight into those musings oh that's nice well now i have to tell you something about food so until the 24th of may um coppa which is one of the hits of last summer is back at the hot house rooftop by london fields and he has great italian food um, in a series of pop-ups. So for information on how to book and opening times, which are quite a lot, I'm obviously not going to tell you all about that, you can check on um, our website. And then something that's ongoing, you know, if you just fancy learning stuff, love DIY, you guys know that I love DIY, um, you can head to Walthamstow because Cheeky Handmade runs sewing workshops in small groups. It's like up to four people, which is really good. Mm-hmm. You can have, you know, a closer kind of You're guidance. You're always plugging these. So, have you gone to any yet? Have no, you sewn anything? no, but because to <laughs> she be aspires fair, to, I yeah, I do intend to, but because it's so much easier to go online and watch YouTube tutorials, and that that you can find so many good ones, and then explain detail by detail. So, wait, wait, wait! You're not supposed to. You're be not selling that. it. Then. Yeah, uh, sorry. <laughs> but for the yeah. less lazy and for the people that actually have time to go to these to these events, I would highly recommend these. And I'm finishing off with a play about the persecution of gay people by the Nazis in the in 1930s, and it's not really focused on the horror of the Holocaust. It celebrates courage and identity and love under hard circumstances, as you can imagine. Um, the run plays from the 30th of May till the 7th of June at the Wells Church Hall in Leytonstone, and tickets are £8. Um, well, you know that um, all the details will be on our website, so check our updates on Eastcast on Twitter and Facebook. And um, we hope you had a wonderful time joining us up to, uh, on this um, hour full of culture shenanigans and great, great music. And speaking of which, um, Pearl, what's closing today's show? Um, so I've played a track by Suren Senevaratni before, aka My Panda Shall Fly, which is a little bit easier to pronounce, <laughs> um, on this show. And I predicted he was onto great things. And he certainly has been very busy over the past year um, with plays on Radio One and loads of interesting collaborations. Um, so the track I'm about to play is from his new No Secrets EP, which is fresh out of the box. And you can catch this talented producer at the Shacklewell Arms on Wednesday, the 21st of May for a small, more intimate gig with True Macca. And then for a bigger experience, um, you can head down to the Village Underground on, the, on Friday, the 23rd. Um, so to play us out is My Panda Shall Fly with Goons. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.